Hello, 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 and welcome to the Thank You for Laughing podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Shar, and this is where we make light of life one episode at a time. This is episode 84, and this is the second episode in the budgeting series. Today, we are talking about exactly what I made and spent in September, and I kind of can't believe I'm sharing this because it was a pretty awful month as far as finances go, but I'm all about being honest here. That is what this podcast is about. It's about being transparent about the ups and downs of life and how we deal with them and how we move forward because I never want anyone to feel alone. That has always been my mission ever since I was a little girl was I want to make an impact on the world and I want to make sure other women never feel feel alone in their struggles. Sorry, my voice is a little scratchy because it is still, I was going to say it's early. It's not super early, but I guess it's early for a Saturday. It's 8.18 and I slept in until 7.30 today, which I will say is a nice little treat. Um, I'm not sure if you know me or not or what my schedule is like. And I realized that I don't really like properly introduce myself on these podcasts. I just like assume that you guys are my BFFs and you already know the ins and outs of my life, but I guess I should get better at that. So um, welcome back if you are familiar with the podcast. Welcome if, if you're new. And um, again, my name is Stephanie. I am a single mom and I have a full-time job. I'm also finishing my master's degree I'll be done in January. And I have several side hustles. I sell makeup. I write online. And I am a health coach as well as doing this podcast, which this podcast doesn't make any money. It's just for fun. But I'm hoping that eventually someday this will be my full-time job. So... (laughs) We'll see. I've been doing this since November 2019, but I know that everything takes time. I've been um, creating content online since December of 2010, I guess officially creating content if you don't count like, you know, live journal and dead journal and MySpace and stuff like that. But in December 2010, I started my first fashion blog. It's no longer, it no longer is uh, functioning, I guess. But um, I do still have a nice Instagram following and I love, I just love the internet. So welcome to my little corner of the internet. If you are new, I'm so happy that you're here. And again, this is where we make light of life one episode at a time. So it's really about, it's, it's for women, by women. My target audience, so to speak, would be women in their 30s, but we have all kinds of women that listen to this podcast. Actually, I was li- I was li- looking at, oh my gosh, I can't talk this morning. I need to have more caffeine. But I was looking at the analytics for this podcast and I thought it was interesting because actually most of my audience is older than me um, or like my age and older. But then when I look at the analytics for my Instagram, most of the people that follow me are my age and younger. So I'm not sure if it's just that older people listen to podcasts more and are on Instagram less, or if what I'm talking about is just more interesting to people that are older. But for the most part, I would say women in their 30s enjoy this podcast because I'm in my 30s and I think that it's super helpful for us to be able to relate to whoever is speaking, right? 
So I'm drinking my Alani New. I am trying the cherry slush flavor. I was never an energy drink person. I did drink Celsius for a little bit once in a while, like if I was working out, but I mean, I wasn't like obsessed with it. I'm just, I've never really loved the flavor of energy drinks or how they made me feel. I just wasn't an energy drink girly. I've always been a coffee addict. And then I tried the Cosmic Stardust Alani New and I loved it. And then I tried the Witch's Brew Alani New and I loved it even more. And now I'm like an Alani New stan. So if anyone knows a way for me to get swag from them, I'd really appreciate it. Would love a PR box of, of this stuff so I don't have to buy it. But um, I have been drinking one of these every morning for probably the last week or two. And I'm telling you guys, like... It has helped my mood so much. I know that sounds crazy because it's like, oh, it's an energy drink. Who cares? But it has like all these vitamins and shit. Like it's not just caffeine. So, okay, I'm looking at the back. So it's only 10 calories and it's zero sugar. So that's why, the, first of all, that's what attracted me to it because I do not drink sugary drinks. Everything that I drink is sugar-free. So... Um, it has calcium, potassium, niacin, vitamin B6, vitamin B12, biotin. So it has all this other shit. But anyway, I don't know. There's something, there's some kind of magic in here. It's, um, gluten-free, vegan, and I don't know. I feel like these extra vitamins are really, really doing it for me. So it's helping my mood. It's giving me I just, I feel like it gives me more energy than coffee, which maybe my body's just used to coffee because I've been drinking it for so long and like, it's just, you know, part of my identity now, but (laughs) I don't know. We'll see. So I'm trying the cherry slush flavor and I really like this one too. That's the thing is like every one that I try, I really like it. So I don't know. That's my new obsession for you guys. But today we are talking about budgeting. And just to give you a little bit of background, I have always been a spender. I'm not a saver. I love shopping. I love traveling. I love going out to eat. I love getting cute household items for my apartment. Like I am someone who when I have money, I spend it. When I don't have money, I'm really good at being poor. But it's really hard for me to hold on to money and not spend it and still spend like I'm poor. I really don't like having a poverty mentality. So when I have money, I don't like to squirrel it away because it makes me feel like I have a poverty mentality and I don't want to be a cheap ass. I don't want to be stingy. I don't want to tip less. I don't want to you know, not get people gifts. Like for me, money is a way for us to support other people and to support my son and my family and other business owners and things like that. And I don't like to hold back because I just don't think that's fair to anybody. So I have to work on my mindset a little bit because obviously like there's a balance, right? Like you don't want to spend all your money but you don't want to never spend anything and never have any fun. 
Like I'm someone who, and I was just talking to my best friend about this because we're both like this and we are both fire signs. So maybe that has to do with it. I don't know, but, or maybe it's because we we grew up with boomers who are very, you know, practical, but I'm someone who like, I only have one life and I'm not guaranteed tomorrow, tomorrow. None of us are guaranteed tomorrow. So I'm going to do whatever it is that I want to do in the moment because I don't know if I'll have another chance to do it. So I don't know, maybe I have a poverty mentality about time <laughs> because I I live like every day is my last. And so if I want to take that trip, I take that trip. If I want to go to that place with my friend, I'm going to go to that place. I'm going to have that adventure. I'm someone who's all about experiences and I will always spend more money on experiences than things. I'm actually really cheap when it comes to clothes and household items and things like that. I mean, I furnished my whole apartment with Amazon. Most of my wardrobe is Amazon. Like almost everything I get is either from Amazon, Target, that's pretty much it. Amazon or Target. I used to also shop at like Old Navy and Forever 21 a little bit, but not as much now. I just haven't been too keen on the quality at Old Navy. And then Forever 21 sizes are always weird. Like sometimes I'm a small and sometimes I'm an extra large depending on the item. And I'm like, okay, I can't keep up with this. But like, I mean, I'm pretty cheap. So even though I feel like I spend a lot I think it's just like all these small things adding up because I don't buy designer items. I don't, I don't buy nice things. Like I don't buy expensive things. I mean, I won't even spend more than $20 on a clothing item or more than like $30 on a pair of shoes. I bought a pair of $40 cowgirl boots last month or this past month because it's the last day of September right now. But I bought my first pair of cowgirl boots for $40 from Amazon, of course. And most cowgirl boots, if you're getting like the real deal, actually, I'm going to look it up because they're like hundreds of dollars as far as I know, just from like watching vlogs and things like that, like depending on the brand and everything like that, they can be really expensive, especially if they're real leather, especially if they're designer. Yeah. So like they can be, you know, I'm seeing some for 200, 300, stuff like that, more than 300. Um, So yeah. So anyway, I spent $40 on these cowgirl boots And that is like so much money to me. Like I never spend that much on anything. I think the most expensive clothing item or shoe item that I own are my Brooks workout shoes, my Brooks running shoes. I have two pairs because I wanted one to work out indoors and one to work out outdoors. And the only reason why I have those is because I think it's super, super important to be safe while you're working out and to have shoes that aren't going to hurt your feet. And I do have back problems. I do have pain issues. And so I need a nice shoe that is going to take care of me. And that's just, that's like a, a priority for me. And I've used Brooks before. I got my first pair of Brooks in 2020 when I really started getting into working out and those started like falling apart and getting gross. And so this year I bought another pair and then like a few months later I bought another one and those are like 60 bucks. Like they're still not 
hundreds of dollars. I mean, some people spend thousands of dollars on shoes. And so, yeah, it's just like interesting to me because when I look at how much I've spent, I'm like, this doesn't even make sense because I don't even spend that much on individual items, but I really think it's just all those little things adding up. And so we're going to go through exactly what I made and spent. September was a really rough month. It was a rough month mentally. It was a rough month financially. I do think those two things go hand in hand. I know for me, I know it's not always healthy to like put your worth in. Well, I mean, it's never healthy to put your worth in the amount of money that you have or the amount of money that you're making. But I really did feel shitty about myself and my situation. And I kind of go back and forth. It's like, if I have money in the bank, I feel better about myself. If my bank account's empty, I don't feel good about myself. And that's another thing I need to work on is feeling good about myself all the time, or at least feeling neutral because like feeling shitty about myself doesn't do anything. It doesn't help anything. It's not going to like help my situation to feel like shit. So I mean, and who wants to feel that way? Like it's not a fun way to feel. So, um, and I did, I would say like towards the end of the month, start feeling better about my situation and kind of getting to that neutral place. And I texted my mom and I said, I think I'm getting to the acceptance stage of my grief. And I talked about this in the last episode and I'm going to have another episode all about grief. So I'm not going to like go into too much detail, but basically this year I turned 36 in April and a whole bunch of bad things happened and my life just kind of got turned upside down and I was kind of grieving the life that I thought I was going to have by this time, grieving the life that I wanted and kind of just like going through this mourning phase of like not liking my life and not liking where I was at. And now I've kind of gotten to this neutral place where it's like, no, I'm not where I want to be, but this is where I'm at and I'm going to make the most of it because I don't want to feel like shit anymore. Like bottom line, like I'm not going to spend the rest of this year feeling this way. I'm going to really enjoy these last few months of the year. And so I did get to that point towards the end of September. But for the most part, I did feel really bad about my situation. I spent a lot of money on Trey's party and I was so anxious about it. Like I didn't even have fun at his party. And then I felt really bad that I didn't have fun. And I felt like a bad mother. And I basically had like a menti B, as the kids say, that weekend. Like I totally had like a mental breakdown. I... Like after Trey's party, I just cried. It was a Saturday. After his party, I just cried all night, all the next morning. I stayed in bed until noon on on that Sunday. I have not done that in at least a decade, if not more. Like not sleeping, just like staying in bed, crying, feeling like shit. I, you know, door dashed Big B, ate some really crappy food. Uh, Big B, by the way, is a, um, a coffee chain in Michigan, but... Like, I just like could not even function. I was like, so when I, when my anxiety gets to a certain point like that, it's like, I freeze, like I can't move. And I just like, couldn't move. Like all I could do was cry. And I just like stayed in bed and drank my coffee and ate in bed. And like, I talked to my mom a few times. I talked to my best friend and I just felt horrible. I felt horrible that like I had spent so much money and I probably didn't have to you know, like half the people that were supposed to show up didn't. And I knew that was going to happen because it always does, but I should have prepared myself and not gotten as much food. And like, I, I just felt like I overdid it. And 
But here's the thing. In the end, like everyone else had a good time. And I really just should have focused on that instead of focusing on, you know, I shouldn't have spent so much money. And now I feel like shit about that. And I feel bad for feeling like shit. And it's just like this big vicious cycle. And I should have just been like, Stephanie, stop. It's like, get over it. Like I should have just like nipped it in the bud, but I didn't. And, you know, it was probably something that had been building up for months. And that was just the event that like triggered it and made it spill over. I think also because my son was turning nine and that was when my life started getting really hard as a kid. Like I remember being nine up until this point. I didn't like remember much right about like when I was little, like I don't have the best memory. And but like. I started experiencing anxiety and depression when I was around his age and it was really, he's in third grade. I held him back a year, but because, um, if you don't know, he is autistic and ADHD and that was just what I felt was best for him. But so, but when I was in like fourth grade, it started and then by fifth and sixth grade, I mean, fifth was really bad and then sixth was like the worst and Um, I remember like that was when it all started. And so I think that was triggering as well because like I never want my son to feel the way I felt or to go through what I went through and what I've been going through for the last, you know, almost 30 years. So I, um, I think that was kind of like in the back of my head, but like the, the forefront, like what I, what I could really see was like the money part. Um, but he had fun. Everyone had fun. I do think he was like overstimulated at one point. So he went and took a break, but then he like came back and everyone was really sweet and understanding because everyone knows that he does have special needs. And like, it was obviously sensory overload with all the decorations and the people and the sugar and everything like that. So, I mean, it was fine, but like in my head, I was freaking the fuck out. And so my point is I need to get like my money together. The hard part is that I'm not making, I'm still not making enough. And, you know, I could have spent less on his party, but I also think if I did, I would have felt bad about that because I really wanted to go all out. To give you some perspective, this was the first time in his life that he's asked for a birthday party. He's never asked for one with his friends. Like we've always just done family or just done me and him or whatever. Like, and I really wanted to like go big or go home because this was the first time he asked for that. And I wanted it to be really special for him. So I think if I hadn't gone all out, I would have felt bad about that too. So no regrets at all. I'm really glad that I did everything that I did, but I do need to figure something out. Like, do I need to have a birthday savings account for him? Like, do I need to have, um, do I need to cut corners somewhere else? Like, and I think I talked about this in the last budgeting episode, but this is a very expensive time of year for me. And so I almost feel like I need to have some kind of fund for just the last four months of the year in general, like to, and just like put aside money throughout the rest of the year because September, my son goes back to school and it's his birthday, two very expensive things. And you'll see that in the budget. Um, October, Halloween, 
we love Halloween. We do all the things, all the orchards and cider mills and hay rides and pumpkin patches and everything. And I don't want to not do that. Um, November is Thanksgiving, of course. And then December is both of my siblings' birthdays, Christmas, my best friend's birthday, and Trey usually goes to see his dad. So I have plane tickets involved. So it's just like, I always spend more this time of year because I have to. And so I need to figure out either how am I going to make more money this time of year and or how am I going to save for this time of year throughout the rest of the year? Because the rest of the year is not that expensive at all, especially summer because Trey's not here. Although then I end up spending more because I'm going out more. But, you know, I can I can have more self-control there as well. So I don't know. It's just tough. So it's like I kind of feel like I'm, as they say, as the cliche says, I'm like stuck between a rock and a hard place because it's like I don't want to spend so much, but these things are really important to me and my family. And so what sacrifices can I make? What am I not willing to sacrifice? And those are just things that I have to think about. So let's get to the budget for September. And I'll start out by telling you exactly what I made and spent in total as a whole. And then we'll go into all of the details. So my total income, and this was between one two, three, four, five, six, seven streams of income was $7,065.55. What I think is interesting is that last month in August, I had nine streams of income and it was 9,000 something. And then for this month, I had seven streams of income and it was 7,000 something. So I do think it's interesting that it averages out to be about 1,000 per stream of income, even though that's not, I mean, it, it it drastically varies, but it's interesting to me that it averages out to be about that much. So it gives me hope that like, if I were to add another stream of income, it would probably all even out to be about like another thousand dollars, which is pretty cool. And I'm probably going to need it for October. And we'll talk about that too. So yeah, so total income was 7,065.55. I spent Twenty five seventy one fifty two on expenses. This includes food, gas, clothes, travel, pet stuff, all of that, and we'll go through that in more detail as well. Bills thirty six oh three seventy four, debt eleven twenty seven twenty six, and then total leftover sixteen twenty eight seventy five. That's going to roll over to October. And of course, that's going to go towards my October 1st rent. So once again, everything was over. I made more than I thought I would. I spent more than I thought I would. I did make some changes from August. And I know in the last episode, I was talking about some things I wanted to work on. And I am proud to say that I did put a lot more money towards my debt. 
So I'm looking at, I kind of made a little comparison chart between the two months. I'm going to do this like for every month. I have a, a separate spreadsheet where I'm going to put the main numbers from each month next to each other so I can compare. So in August, I made about $1,600 more than in September. My expenses in August were about $1,300 more. So I'm proud of myself for not spending as much. I think it's because I didn't go out at all in September. <laughs> I didn't go out with friends or anything. Um, and in August, I really went buck wild. So I think that's definitely part of it. For bills, though, I did spend about $300 more in September. And then for debt, I spent pretty much double in September versus August. In August, I only spent $571.69 on debt. And then in September, I spent $1127.26 on debt. And I would say that's a win. So I'm really proud of myself for doing that. Basically, I took money from my expenses and put it towards my debt, which was exactly what I wanted to do. For the rollover, I am a little disappointed about this. In August, I had $1,865.72 left over at the end of the month. In September, I had $1,628.75 left over. So about $200 less, and I wanted to have way more. So I have to dive a little deeper and see what happened there. Top four spending categories in August were rent, food, miscellaneous, and travel. And I did say that I wanted to figure out what was in that miscellaneous category and how could I make other categories out of that so that it wasn't so high and kind of organize it more. In September, my top four spending categories were rent, sack, tray, and apparel. So sack is trays before school and after school care. So it's basically his daycare or his latchkey at school. And then obviously Trey is Trey's category. So like his birthday stuff, his, if I take him to McDonald's, if I buy him new shoes, whatever it is. And I would say sack is, you know, a subcategory of Trey since it's for him, obviously. And apparel was number four. So I do still have to watch my spending with clothes, even though I don't think I spend that much. But again, it all adds up. So let's go into a little bit more detail with all of that. I'm going to go back to my September budget spreadsheet. And then we are going to talk a little tiny bit about October as well. So I'm going to go to the categories. Yeah, so SAC was 484. And Trey was four seventeen thirty six. So basically, I spent what is that nine hundred dollars, almost a thousand dollars on my son in September. So welcome to parenthood. No one can ever tell me that kids aren't expensive. <laughs> so there's that. Well worth it though, obviously. Um, after apparel, so it was rent, sack, tray, apparel. Then we had biz supplies was the number five spending category at $295.19. I was working a little bit more on a couple of my side hustles and I did need some things. Car gas was number six, $287.57. I'm not really sure how to cut that down because I do drive a lot for work and it's not really an option. 
Um, I do get reimbursed for mileage though, and that just goes into my income. Number seven was other to 68.72. And I'm not sure if this was other expenses or no, this was debt. Okay. So one of the things that I did for October is I did look and see, okay, which debts were lumped into the other category and how could I break those down more specifically? And I was able to do that. Number eight was fees at 257.75. This is probably what I felt the worst about because I did overdraft my account a few times. I did get some fees there. And then there were also like transfer fees, obviously, from like ProPay and PayPal and Venmo and stuff like that. And those kind of added up. So it was 257.75 and it just, you know, that hurts my heart a little bit that I could have saved that money if I had just planned better and prepared and been smarter with my money. But live and learn, got to move on. Number nine was Klarna, 251.85. You guys know I love my pay and for app, so that was part of debt. Number 10 was Beauty, 249.82. I still get my monthly Brazilians, but I also got my hair done, which I hadn't done in months, and I'm not going to do it again for another couple of months. So hopefully that category will go down in October. Number 11 was Food, 247.39. I don't know how I spent that little, but I'm really proud of myself. I think it's because the food that I spent on Trey's party, I put in the Trey category and we had a lot of leftovers that we were eating. So I think that helps. I also didn't really go out to eat, didn't do a lot of things like that, um, didn't buy as much coffee. I really think drinking Alani New is saving me a lot of money because I'm not spending $10 a day or $10 a few times a week at Starbucks. I haven't been to Starbucks at all in a long time, so... That's pretty interesting and cool. Um, number 12 was Arrowhead 192.81. That's a loan. So that's um, from the debt category. Number three was Household 182.86. And that includes things like toilet paper, paper towel, fall decorations and candles. <laughs> um, anything for my apartment, whether it's a want or a need um, or decor or something essential, whatever it is. If it's for the apartment, it goes into household. Um, that also includes things like, you know, batteries for the remote control, um, air fresheners, anything like that. So I'm not going to go through the rest of the categories because there's a lot, but those were the top, what, like 12 or so? Um, 13. Those were the top 13 categories. Okay. So I also wanted to share that I spent 49.3% on bills, 15.4% on debt, and 35.2% on expenses. I still need to adjust that a little bit. I think it was you should spend 40% on your bills, 30% on expenses, and 20% on debt something like that. So we're getting closer, but you know, still have a little bit of space to grow there and that's okay. All right. I'm just looking to see if there's anything else I wanted to talk about, but I think we went through a lot of the details. Um, once again, I didn't save anything 
But I did order a couple of, I guess, adult piggy banks from Amazon. And they're the kind where you have to break it to open it and take the money out. And I'm going to be using those, one for my travel fund and one for my car fund. And I'm really excited about it because for someone like me that has very little self-control, I have an addictive personality and I am a spender, I cannot have an actual savings account. I've tried a million times. And if I can access that money, I will take it out and I will transfer it back to my checking and I will use it. So I'm really excited to have like physical things where I can stick my cash in. And my plan is to put aside $20 a month for my travel fund and $20 a month for my car fund. But then also if I ever have any random change or random bills laying around or whatever, throw them in there as well. And I'm going to be saving the travel fund for, I have a trip to New York in December. And I'm sure that's also going to help with Trey's traveling in December as well. And then the car fund, I'm not really sure when I'm going to break that one open because I do need a new car, but I don't know how long it's going to take to save up. So maybe I'll just keep filling these things until they're full and then just like see what happens, (laughs) see how much is in there. But I'm a visual person and I really need to be able to see that and I need to be able to not access it. And I know it's old fashioned. I know I'm not going to be, you know, gaining any interest or points or anything like that, but it's just something that I need to do for myself. And I really think that everyone just needs to do what is best for them and not judge each other. So that is what I'm doing. I will say that I didn't spend any money on travel in September, even though I am traveling in October next week. I I bought uh, most of the things for that in August, so I had already paid for my flights and my concert tickets and hotel and all of that in the past. So that was a good thing, was that I didn't have to worry about any of that expenditure in September. Um, let's see if there were any fun little other differences. Um, I think that's it. That was like the biggest one that stood out. Um, oh, and I only spent $43.99 on my social life (laughs) because like I said, (laughs) I didn't really go out or do anything. I don't even remember what that was from, but yeah, must've been like one night out. Okay. Moving on to October. I got to be honest with you guys, like I always am. I am super nervous for October. I really am. And I'm trying not to stress about it. I'm trying not to obsess about it. But I do have some changes coming up with my income. And I am thinking, and this is unfortunate, but what it looks like is I'm only going to be making $47.50 in October, 47.50 in October, which is like, makes me want to freak out and have a heart attack. So according to my budget, I'm actually going to be in the red, in the hole, $967.42 at the end of October. So yeah, that is terrifying. I need to figure out a way to spend almost $1,000 less 
what I looked at was, um, what if I took away apparel, beauty, household, and food? I would have saved $999.70 in September, but I'm also like, I obviously need to eat. There's going to be times when I need stuff for my apartment, like again, toilet paper, paper towel, things that are essential. Even if I didn't spend anything else on Halloween decorations, I am getting a Brazilian on Monday and that's part of my beauty category. And I do need new clothes because I keep losing weight, which is something that I want to do. So I can't completely take all of those categories away and knock them down to zero, but I can chip away at them a little bit and hopefully I can like cut them in half. I think that would be really nice. I don't have any other beauty appointments besides the Brazilian in October and I'm pretty well stocked on all of my like body stuff, hair stuff, obviously face stuff because I sell it. So I have all that in stock. So all of my like beauty items at home, um, I have those. So I'm not planning on getting anything else. For clothes, the only thing I'm planning on getting for myself, and I'm just, you know, if my clothes are loose in October, then I'll just have to deal with it. But the one thing that I do actually want and need is an outfit for the Taylor Swift era's tour movie that's at the theaters. I'm going to see that at the end of the month in October. And I do know exactly the outfit that I'm going to get. Again, it's from Amazon and it's like, I don't know, the dress is like 30 bucks or something. But um, that's the only thing that I'm planning on getting for clothing. And hopefully I will stick to that. And then for food, obviously I have to eat. But again, I haven't been going to Starbucks as much. I haven't been ordering DoorDash. I haven't been doing any of that. So I think I'll be okay there. So yeah, I'm really hoping and praying that I can make those changes. And that is, you know, all I can do is do my best. Um, I could try to add another stream of income, but I'm already so busy I already barely have time to sleep with everything that I do. So, you know, I think it's going to be really tough to try to add another thing on my plate unless it's very, very residual. And we all know that residual income doesn't start out as residual. Like you have to set it up and you have to put in that effort at the beginning at least, if not for longer than that. So I'm not sure how I'm going to do it, but... I'm basically going from making almost $10,000 in August to $7,000 in September to less than $5,000 in October. It's like I'm going down two grand each month, which is a big difference. And again, it's really scary and makes me nervous, but there's only so much I can do and I'm working my ass off. So I can't change everything all the time. Like I, I just can't. So, um, so yeah, I'm just gonna have to do my best and really watch my spending and be strategic and be smart and also still try to have fun because I do have 
this trip next week. And I do have um, something on Friday the 13th. And then I have the Taylor Swift thing. I do have like all these fun things coming up. And I don't want to not have fun during my favorite month of the year. So that is that. So wish me luck. Send positive vibes my way. And I would love to know what you guys got out of this episode. If you have any questions, if you have any feedback, make sure that you DM me on Instagram at ownyourbold or at thank you for laughing. Thank you for listening. Thank you for laughing with me. I love you so much. And let's keep on keeping on in October. I know that we can do it. And hey, you know, the universe always gives us unexpected blessings. So I can't wait to see what they'll be this new month.